Hey everybody, welcome back to a Hazy Reaction. It's your boy, Corey. I have this video that I uh, compiled together. I don't know much about it. I just put it together, piecemealed it together from like places like TikTok and, and uh, YouTube, things like that. But it is apparently um, fake martial art masters. Let's see what it's about and if it's cringeworthy. I don't get it. What is he, what is he doing? Okay, he's he's patting on his arm. <laughs> the dude pat on his arm a little bit. Like tap, 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 tap. The guy touched it and was immediately repelled. That's weird because I know people got robbed at knife point, gunpoint, and guess what? They they weren't repelled by people by touching them. It's crazy. Give me your purse. Oh, like this guy. Let's see what else is going on with this guy. <laughs> this guy's an actor. What the? This dude's an actor. He's a good actor because he's making this guy look good. Guy's been watching too much Naruto. He has an arm so great that nobody can touch him. <laughs> I can't wait till he does that weird run where the arms are behind their back and they're like, it's so funny. I bet you if you gave me a stick, I would hit him. <laughs> what is this? The dancing? <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> He's like, oh no, that was real. Okay. Jeez, he just threw him down. After all those, the flurry of punches he threw, it didn't even phase him. Look. This guy thinks he's Ip Man or something. The one in the brown shirt. Wow. <laughs> He's beating it. So we're going to start right over here. Is that right? Yes. Okay. 21.2 pounds. That's the brick right there. Right. Okay. And why, why the glass? I'm going to break that concrete slab with that glass without breaking the glass. Are you ready? Huh? I'm ready. All right, let's oh, go. Okay. Let's see. 
That's incredible. Wait, no, what? to be honest, I actually felt these bricks. These are real bricks. I mean, there's there's no joke. Oh, 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 oh. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> the reporter just exposed this guy because there's probably uh, little leads or cracks in the lines of the, the thing. So the guy is taking a cup against a real brick and saying he can crack a brick without uh, damaging the glass. It's just false. And then this reporter goes up and does the same thing to the second brick. So it just goes to show you that it's already staged, man. Get out of here with that mess. <laughs> Was it a breath? What, what's going on, man? What? The level of delusion that you have to be at to go and join a karate or a martial arts place where they're teaching you discipline and other and various other uh, things to honor your name and be um, <clears throat> more sociable with people and understand when and when not to, when to defend and when to protect and when to be, uh, uh, I guess, offensive. And the professor or their their sensei, I said professor, sorry, their sensei has got them believing that they cannot touch this guy physically because he has some kind of Jedi mind trick going on with these guys. This is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. If I go up to this guy with a damn stick and I hit him across the head, it's going to connect. There's no two ways about it. But he has his students believing that they're swinging at him, trying to kick, and all of a sudden they're like, eh, 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 all of a sudden I, I lock up and, you know, and can't touch him. And it's so stupid, man. Come on. Put this guy in a, in a, a squared circle. Look at that. This is stupid. Was that a dance? That's so corny. <laughs> you really punched him. Okay. So it's saying this same master, this one that nobody could touch him because he had this Jedi mind trick. He had this metachlorians or this force on him that nobody could touch him now that he's going up against a real MMA fighter. Be it a boxer as well or a street fighter. They're putting their hands on you, man. There's This is corny. Now, I do respect uh, martial arts. For example, like the discipline. Like I said, the uh, defensive nature of it, also the offensive nature of it. I took Kenpo, like the Jeff Speakman type Kenpo. I took Hakido for a year and the Kenpo for another year. And it was fun. It was great. I never got a black belt, of course. I think it was, it was whack. I was like orange or something like that. But I didn't commit to it as much as I did because I was going into the service at that time. So... Before, well, before that time, I was going in. So I just finished Job Corps, came back. I had these months of where I was working, and I was in the DEP, which means delayed entry program. And that delayed entry program is where you, you're you just in a queue for your time to go into service. 
and at that time it was the the United States Navy. And originally, I wanted to join the Army, but I wound up going in the Navy for that moment. And I went in there for a couple of years. Then I, I stepped out, of course, and then I went, I reapplied and got back in the service. But this time I went in Army. But anyways, the point is, is that during that time, that stint, that DEP, where I was waiting at nine months before I went in, I took um, Kung Fu lessons. And before that, too, before Job Corps, I took some. So I took approximately, it wasn't quite a year. It was probably more like a 10 months where I took Hop Keto. Now, the reason why it was really fun for me, because in Hapkido, uh, my, my sensei, my master, uh, Davis, he was actually from the Navy as well. So, to, so he, had a, he, had a, he had a soft um, spot in his heart for me. So I was able to continue taking it, even though I couldn't afford it at the time, because like I said, once again, I was like 16. Then right before the Navy, I took Kenpo. And Kenpo was dope too. That's how I learned how to use the Eskrima sticks and things like that. So it was really fun for me. I mean, can I still use them now? Yes, I have some bamboo uh, Eskrima sticks. Uh, I don't know like Cali too much, like uh, the Filipino fighting art, like Cali and things like that too well. But I, I'm sure I could learn it to some degree, but I just don't have any interest in it right now. I still got, like I said, bamboo uh, Eskrima sticks. I still know how to use them. I, I, of course, I'm much older, so I, I'm not moving the way I did when I was, you know, 20 years younger, but I still have them and I still use them. But let's continue on with this guy. Okay, come on. See, he just got punched, but his students couldn't hit him. This is corny. It looks so fake. Look at that. <laughs> He's beating the snot out of him. Fake untouched master got exposed by MM fight. This is a new guy. See, I heard of this story before where this guy in the um the red shoes and the and the the red sleeves on his shirt, the black uh, trunks. This guy has been going around. He's a, I think he's a, a he's a Chinese um, mixed martial arts uh, professional fighter, from what I understand. And I've I, I read this documentary on him, kind of um, where he was going around exposing martial arts for what it is. A lot of it's fake, and they're teaching kids wrong. Like I said, discipline. I got it. Knowing when to use them because some of those tactics will come in handy. After all, MMA fighters do use a lot of them. Like for example, capoeira, uh, jujitsu, things like that. Uh, wrestling, they actually use those in real life. But a lot of these martial artists, what they're trying to expose is the simple fact that a lot of them are using like, uh, let's say like, let's say like Bruce Lee's uh, style like Jeet Kune Do, I, I don't know how effective is it because I've never taken it. I, I think it's pretty dope, but it's more upper body. It's more like using your hands and thing. I don't think it's about all the kickings like uh, Taekwondo is mostly predominantly kicking, you know, roundhouse, things like that, kicks, um, high kicks. Now, like I said, when I took uh, uh, Jeff Speaksman's, like his uh, Kinpo, it was, it was more hands as well, which made a lot more sense. Uh, excuse me. 
Oh. I'm sorry. I don't know where that came from. But like Kenpo, the thing about Kenpo is practical just like uh, Aikido, Aikido, things like that. Aikido combines a little bit of both um, uh, upper and lower body um, um, contact. Like you got some kicks in there along with, um, you know, your your fist. Where um, Aikido is more like using your momentum against you. Aikido takes that element, but they expound on it a little more from what I remember. Now, it has been a couple of years. As, of course, things have changed uh, to some degree, but I, I'm pretty much spot on with that. I'm almost certain. Let's continue. Wow, the Kung Fu master don't know what he to do. He doesn't know what to do at all. Let's see. <laughs> he punched him in the face. He decked him. <laughs> this is what I think makes martial arts reign supreme. Instead of being stuck in this discipline of martial arts, like these uh, original martial arts, I think they're good for tournament play. For example, uh, my uh, daughter, um, when she was doing contortion and everything, one of the owners of the school, the, uh, one of the owners, shared owners of the school, uh, he talked, um, not Wing Chun, I think it was like Wing Chun or something like that, uh, that form of Kung Fu or whatnot. But it is a form of... Uh, Oh, uh, Wushu. There we go. Wing Chun. Wushu. Wushu Kung Fu. The thing about Wushu Kung Fu is that it's, it's not practical in every application of defending yourself. Can you do it? Probably. But a lot of times they use them as performing arts. Like if you ever seen that Shin Yu, they advertise it this big uh, Japanese like celebration where they'll go, uh, you, you go to the locations of their convention center and they'll do all these traditional uh, Japanese uh um, uh, dances and martial arts. That's what the, uh, the Shin Yu does. But uh, this uh, Wushu is pretty similar where it's more of a performance thing where it's got some a couple of high kicks, some theatrical uh, hand and arm movements. It, I mean, a couple of cartwheels here and there and backflips. So it's very uh, fantastical. It's very uh, good to appeasing to the eyes to look at. But practicality i don't see i've never seen a fight where somebody does a triple somersault and then kick you in the damn face kind of like uh john cloud van damme because we know those were just movies he was a character actor just like anything else you know could he really go out there and 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 compete even 30 years ago in the mixed martial arts the answer is probably no because those are just fan uh those are just um, fantastical kicks he does where he does a split every time. He kicks a dude in the face, and he kicks him hard. And in the movie, the guy's still standing. Does that make any sense? If you get kicked in the face with a roundhouse kick or a jumping back kick, I'm telling you, it's going to plant your face in the dirt, man. It's crazy. It's, it's a lot of power in those kicks. I mean, you got the roundhouse. I mean, you name it. Those kicks, what? Jean-Claude Van Damme does in particular are just great kicks that look good on camera. But let's continue. Oh, he is pissed. (laughs) 
He's pissed because he wasn't expecting a mixed martial artist guy to actually really connect with him and beat the snot out of him. Look at that. He knocked him out again. I think they're built on the premise of those original 12 martial arts, the the the, the different uh, forms like and everything. I think they're based off the premise that, you know, it's more of a theatrical thing. Like you compete against the other person, but it's not like those movies, like the five deadly venoms where they were using the tiger technique and the snake and, and, you know, the dragon claw to kill people. I, I just don't think it's practical. It's just not mixed martial arts will kill you. <laughs> Look, he is laid out. Laid out. Crazy. Can somebody get a doctor, please? <laughs> I think I, I'm, I'm sure he'll be fine. Jeez, man. I could always pretend I'm a bird. But that would just look stupid and leave my small, sensitive balls completely exposed. <laughs> Let me stop it right there. That's the end of that video, guys. Thanks for chiming in with me. Uh, I hope you got a kick out of that little, uh, the little person at the end doing the martial arts. That was too funny, man. <laughs> but let me know. Sound off in the comments what you guys think. And also in the show notes, if you look down in the show notes, whatever platform you're on, you'll see my show notes, and it'll tell you ways of that you can contact me or ways you, if you would like to donate to the channel, things like that, because I'm really trying to grow the channel, and any help is appreciated. If if you don't, just by chiming in is more, more than enough for me to make me feel good about what I'm doing on this channel, and that's to get people up and laughing or listening and laughing, not up, because if you're driving and listen to the podcast, you're not looking at the video podcast. I want you to drive and be comfortable and just get a kick out of some of the stuff I say and what's going on in the world and some of these videos, because I try to find a lot of surreal or funny videos. And when I have Mike on, we try to find things that are more of a political nature, but we still try to find things that are funny so that you get you to thinking or laughing a little bit. So uh, thanks for spending your time with me. I really appreciate you guys. Uh, uh, take care of yourself. And please, like I said, look at the show notes. I have everything in there that you can help out the channel if you want to. And if you don't, you're still helping me out by at least clicking like, subscribing, and then sharing it out with your friends. Thanks. Thank you for listening. Please like, subscribe, and follow for more content.